So the brewer season was fun. Sucky. El Sucko. <laughs> Poor Ashton was out there at the ballpark last night. God, I was so close did to being you out there. And, stay? You and 300 of your closest friends, apparently. Maybe 300. Did, did you stay for the entire thing? Yeah, well, see, I was with some friends, and I drove, and I didn't want to drag them. I did say, though, after that Arizona first baseman who can rot in hell for all I care at this moment. <laughs> I could have been out of there whoa, at 9.30. You're mad because the Brewers ended up winning? I, now he's I, mad that the game went yeah, to extra innings. I, Jen, I could have been out of there at 9.35, and then that stupid first baseman whose name I refused to learn missed the, missed the line out. They would have lost. It would have been fine. Could have gone. I didn't care if they won or lost. I just wanted to be out there at a reasonable hour. So you knew going to the game last night that like no matter – I mean, obviously you wanted the Brewers to win, but it was mostly out of your control as a fan what was going to happen because it depended wholly or at least halfly – I don't even know if that's a word other than the I like coach it. over at Boston College. I like it. Halfly on what was happening in the Phillies game last night. And the Phillies ended up beating the Astros. And womp, 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 time of death on the Brewer season was whenever that game went final. So was it weird being in a, in a ballpark where, yay, they won, but they actually lost? It was weirder that there were maybe 5,000 people there. I, like, honestly... It was pathetic. I th- when I was we, I was driving into the parking lot, and my friend goes, oh, my God, there's no one here. And I was like, it's 6 o'clock. Maybe people show up around 7, 7, 10. It's a work day. Right. Some people come it's in from Monday. the office. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. a Monday. Yeah, you know, I'm willing to give Maybe a little bit of, of the Packers hangover, too, because sure. that game was emotionally yeah. exhausting. I was super ready to will- willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. No. No one there. The there in- no one there. The indifference of Brewers fans over the last month has been surprising. Because this is a team that, while they were building this, it just kind of felt like, for a while, before they went on this run of four straight playoff appearances, it felt like, pre-pandemic, as long as the Brewers got around 500, played decent enough baseball, which is what they did this year, that people were going to show up to the ballpark and be an added bonus if the Brewers made a postseason push and they'd get that bump and even more people would go. But the fact, like... This even goes back to, and I know last night was really bad in terms of attendance, but it just has kind of felt that way all season long. Like There were articles in July or early August from the Journal Sentinel trying to look into why the Brewers' attendance was down this season. It just, the, the team this year, I didn't think was as bad as some of the teams in the past that seemingly still got people to the ballpark. Who do we blame? Gotta blame someone. The team. You, bl- you blame the players. You blame the guys out there on the field who just didn't get the job done. Well, if Gabe just said they're not good enough, then can you blame them? I mean, a guy like Christian Yelich, right, uh, who you paid all that money to, it seems like has been on a decline ever since. I mean, he admitted last night he didn't play well enough. We didn't play well enough. But this is three years. Do we write him off? Is he a write-off? I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I bet Mark Adonio wishes year. he could write he's, him off. That's unfortunately he's thank still. Thank God he was at the game last night to see them get eliminated. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Mark. Uh, Wait, Adonio was there. Oh, he was in the thirty. One of four hundred sixty-two. Basically, no. You can't cut him. Nope. Yeah, I mean, you owe him that money no matter what. And he just, I mean, in two in two games, the first year of his seven year extension is wrapped up. You got six more years of this. But I mean, you can't blame Stearns though, because like we said you? in the production, no, well, like we said in the production meeting, every team in the league would have signed him for what they oh, did yeah. because they got him at a yeah, discount. Yeah, but I, it sounds like Gabe wants to throw a little blame his way. Well, n- not for the Yelich thing. I'm just saying, yeah. if, in terms of, are we blaming? Who are we blaming for this year? Yeah, it's it's on Stearns. 
Like, he miscalculated that Devin Williams was the guy in the night. Like, yeah, last but, night's yeah, but, game, oh, they oh, could have oh, lost oh, last night's oh. game, or they, they could have had that little bit of a buffer with the Phillies winning last night had they been actually able to close out some of those games against the Marlins or those other teams. Like, Devin Williams wasn't ready to be the ninth inning guy. I'm not even talking about the, oh, it devastated the locker room thing. They miscalculated that Devin Williams could move from the eighth inning guy to the ninth. But isn't guy. that why they got Rodgers? Wasn't that the whole deal? Was if Devin Williams can't make that transition, we brought in another guy who could slide in and be the guy. He stinks. The guy with the uh, five something year right? <laughs> when they traded for him. Yeah. So, but again, wasn't that the plan? Wasn't wh- that why you? I mean, listen, I'm remembering very clearly, guys, what they told us when the trader hate went down, and that certainly was a talking point. It certainly oh, was yeah, absolutely. That, well, that's why we went and got Rogers. We're going to put him in, you know. And again, I think everybody thought that Williams would be able to slide over in, and maybe again, Dude. like you said, that's a miscalculation of his ability, maybe of his mental capability, because it does feel like that is a pressure cooker job, and it is different and- than being the guy in. The the eighth inning, the setup guy. And maybe it would have been different if they waited to trade Hayter until this offseason. Absolutely, Always. I love it. Can I ask can a you? dumb question? And I guarantee 24.9% of the off- uh, listeners have the same question. What is the difference between throwing the first flipping pitch of the game and then one in the eighth inning? What's the difference between the first play of the game and a play that you run in the two-minute offense when you've got one timeout and 145 left What's There's the no clock in baseball. But yeah, but it's, it's the of end game. of the game. Yeah. It's the end of the game. It's still three outs. You just don't you don't have as much time. There's less room for error. You don't have as much time left to I either. I don't know. That's just I still don't get it. I still don't get. The I mean, difference. it's 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 beginning of game versus end of game. I mean, there's more pressure. I know, on that but last it's not drive. like okay, first pitch of the game. I want to put it up in that right corner, maybe a little bit off. What's the difference in the eighth inning? Okay, I want to put it in that up corner, a little bit off. What the hell. Again, so pressure. Here, it's, it's pressure. Yeah. It's just the pressure. So the, some the guys pressure can't handle the, the pressure. Correct. That's, Absolutely. Yeah, That's what we're saying. It's the I it's the mind it. game. And I got again, my guy. Listen. <laughs> Chewy was right. No, Holy. I get it because there are Chewy guys. There right. are guys in football that can't play on the road. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this. Yeah. I've used this example before on college game day. You know, you look at the guys who are out there on the set, right? Yeah. You got Reese, you got Herbie, you got Desmond, you got Pollock, you know, you got McAfee, et cetera. They've got three hours, a yeah. three hour show. If they flub, if they flub, guess what? Come right back. Come yeah. right back. I get thirty seconds, thirty seconds. Nail the lead, nail the tag. If I don't nail the lead and don't nail the tag, guess what? My boss is gonna go, Hey, you really bleeped that up, Jen. Right? And then that's on me. I got to wear that. You know so what? there's more pressure. I, I'm telling you right now, there's more pressure no, for me to go out there and nail that 30-second lead, 30-second tag, and obviously the piece needs to be because good as I well. Because it's funny because I was thinking <laughs> when he went on, I'm like, what does she do if she has to go to the bathroom? And it's like 30, 29, 28. <laughs> well, I would have gone the other, you know, Two hours and fifty-seven minutes. Of the See, show. I would have just went in my pants because they showed you from the waist <laughs> up. So then you're good to go. Yeah, you know, but there's a crowd around. Don't you be in those leather pants? I was like, those are cotton, my friend. Don't you think that somebody with a phone around Jennifer would have taken a picture of her wet pants, and then Jen would be a viral sensation of the lady who peed her pants on would college you rather- game day. Nail it, but peed yourself or done horrible 
and held on to the P. Horrible and held on to the P. No! <laughs> Kick off for turnkey! I think I'm on the other side. I think I'd rather nail the hit yeah. and pee myself than not nail no, the hit. No, because then forever you would be known as the person who peed yourself. But I nailed it! Yes! Okay? Yeah. Something I w- to be said. I would argue that you didn't. <laughs> Can we pull that? If you had, if, if you think you no. nailed How? it, pull it. How? Would you rather flub your set <laughs> and hold on to the pee or pee yourself and nail it. Yeah, I'm not going to pull that. You're weak. Why not? But, but again, your point, you're Chewy, pulling, is about the access. pressure yeah, of that okay. eighth inning and the pressure that of helped. the ninth inning. And of yeah, course, you helped. know what I mean? There's just a smaller margin for error with when you step up on the uh, up at the mound late in the game. I know there was a lot of talk about the hater thing. I know there was a lot of talk about that. I just can't believe that this team that they've been trotting out there, that people are completely apoplectic to at this point in the season, is the same team that set a franchise record for most wins in the first first 50 games and I know that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things right nobody gives a rip how you did for the first 50 games but like what was the difference Gabe what was the difference between that team that was like barn barn burner and this team that just like clunked its way to the finale and again we still have to sit through a a couple of games here that are just formalities that don't even matter two things one Starting pitching health, I think, was a big thing. Um, and, and just health in general to that pitching staff that they had to deal with a lot throughout the course of the year. Yes, your top two studs stayed healthy for the majority of the year, but you still need that depth because Burns and Woodruff, you still have three games after that before they can pitch again. The majority of the staff is still operating outside of those two. Second, this offense was probably one of the more streaky in baseball. They relied so much on home runs, and they hit a lot of them. I mean, they're top, I believe, top five in home runs hit this year. So they were hitting dingers to begin the season. But then when that cools off, you end up having bad stretches. And yeah, but you're losing three of four to the Marlins yeah, uh-huh. when it's crunch time. Yep. You just lost to the Texans trying to get to the playoffs. That's yep. the equivalent. Yeah, 100%. I mean, at come on. At home. It's embarrassing. At they, home. A nine-game nine game homestand. You don't think part of it is, though, they lost the locker room? They pouted for a little while. They did pout for they a little did while. Pout for a little oh, while. Oh, MLB boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although that's not really a negative. He, he started agreeing with you without yes. understanding what he was agreeing See, to. The NFL boy doesn't bother me though. No, but you pout. That's what it is. It's yeah. Pouting. She wants it to bother me, but it really. But you just think really... so. The problem with trying to insult you is that you recognize and will always give props to a good insult. Good yeah. pop. A good pop. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like so it's it's almost impossible yeah. to actually insult you because like, you just respect the insult too much. Like when Ashton texted last night, I'm gonna go talk to Ananasio. Could you imagine that? Hey, what do you think of your team now? I gotta go. <laughs> I would do it as I'm walking away. Hey Mark, yeah. uh, anyways, I got a lot of problems with you. Anyways, I gotta go see you. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's over. Hey. So wait, you use the word embarrassing. I'm wondering yeah. if that's the word that fans would use as well, that fans and listeners would use this morning, because I'm trying to figure out what the word is. Disappointing? Frustrating? I mean, these are all things that come to mind when you think of a team that seemed to have so much potential. And look, I want to be very, very clear. We knew that this team had flaws. We yep. knew that there were deficiencies, but there was a thought that maybe if you were strong enough in one area, i.e. starting pitching, that you could potentially overcome these other deficiencies. But as the season went on, it was like, you guys got to start scoring runs. You got to start scoring some runs. Somebody's got to be. And there were moments where guys were. Willie Adamas at times would have a big game. Rowdy would have a big game. Yeah, you know, it's just streaky like, hitting. 
That's that's what it comes down. You don't have that consistent hitter. Everyone's going to have ebbs and flows. But when Christian Yelich, you know, let's just take Aaron Judge outside of the sixty whatever home runs he's at right now. But Aaron Judge, like you don't know, like his bad stretch isn't. I don't actually. I don't know what he's at. Is he still at sixty one? Sixty one. Yeah, he's still he at sixty one. I didn't know if you he had sixty two yet. Though? Pools. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about steroids another day, Ashton. I love steroids. <gasps> How I, dare no, you? I hope, oh, yes, because nobody else steroids. is thinking it. How dare you I for which that Albert Pools, Pools is on steroids? I mean, suddenly the guy's hitting home runs like it's 2015. I mean, human growth hormone me. Maybe I'll have that conversation with you, all right? I will acquiesce. I will meet you halfway, and I will talk about human growth hormone. <laughs> we can hormone. reach across the aisle but and come can, to an agreement. But continue. I digress. Um, it's streaky hitting, and honestly, the starting pitching... Not as good as you think it was. Really? Yep. Uh, so if you just take a look, you can, you can look up this stuff at baseballreference.com. So the league average quality starts, which is a very low bar to clear. Six innings pitched, three runs given up. Uh, the Brewers were around league average. They had 62 quality starts. League average was 59. They ranked, hold please, one, so two, three, four, five, six. Yep. 62, 59. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. They were tied for 14th. And quality starts. Ooh. So this was supposed to be, oh, the, the depth yeah. of pitching. Yeah, the, supposed to be the top The starting five. pitching, it's supposed to be so good. And yeah, I mean, Burns had a great year. Woody came on really well at the, at the end of the year. They certainly, as you like to say, Chew, they got their guy. Last night. Yeah. They, they got their guy. But you're but after saying... That, after that, like the injuries to Freddie Peralta, Aaron Ashby, Eric Lauer, so, Adrian Hauser, like the depth they had was just sucked away. But, but you're saying they will have money next year, so then it's on Stearns. You said yeah. they'll have money. Oh, they, they should. So because of the the cane. money, the money they'll have to give more money to Burns and Woodruff and Arbor and Ar- arbitration, arbitration, yeah. not arboration. They're not dealing with trees. Um, but you'll still have money from Lorenzo King. You'll still have money for whatever you were going to give to Josh Hader. So there's going okay. to be money there that you can, and whatever, I mean, McCutcheon was a one-year deal, so I can't imagine he's back next year. You're going to have money to go out there and actually try to get someone who can make a difference. So no excuses. You got to go out and do it. You can't have another season like this where you start out and you're all it's all exciting and fans are jamming the place, and then all of a sudden at the end you've got Ashton and 352 of his closest friends for the third to last game of the season. I look at this roster and I go, it's got. It, it's like when you're going house shopping you're like oh this house has good bones like this there's there's a good base there to build you yeah. just need to add those pieces that make it make sense because the difference in a major league baseball season from whatever the brewers going to end up mid 80s wins to get to the low 90s like that's one or two guys and i think they can figure out a way to acquire those guys to make this offense a little bit more consistent you assume the starting pitching is going to be a little more healthy last year and maybe add another arm to the bullpen. 800-990-3776. That is our Old National Bank talk and text line. Get old. We're asking you this morning for the one word to describe this Brewers season. Ashy threw out the word pathetic. Whew, hard to the hole That's on pathetic. Strong. But but Gabe did say embarrassing. And so what is it? More, what is the word? I'd, I'd say more embarrassing that they lost three or four to the Marlins. Like, that was just a kick to the Jimmy. Well, then come up with the word that you think does describe the season as a whole. Because I think there could be some embarrassment there. And disappointing doesn't feel strong enough, if I'm being honest. Oh, I'm disappointed. Like, Dad. No, it feels like... Honestly, the word, and it. I think it's really insulting, even though it's so simple. It's meh. When you meh. become meh about yeah, your team... For sure. Like, you want to you wanna have that passion, whether you're really pissed off or you're celebrating like you want to have that passion you want to have that energy and it seems like brewers fans are meh 
They're just, yeah, whatever. Well, it goes Based back on to that, how many people showed up to the game last night. It goes back to the thing that's like, oh, I hate you so much. And the other person's like, I don't think about you at all. Yeah. Which is worse? To be hated so much or I don't even think about you. 